What's up everyone, Cortez here with another episode of Everything Entrepreneurial. In this episode, I'm speaking with Maureen McCown, the founder of Soft Skills Success. Maureen's mission is to take the fear out of communication for individuals and teams. Her work comprises of helping people master their pitch, learning to handle themselves in board meetings, becoming an engaging presenter, and she also provides training to cover all aspects of presentation and communication skills. Okay. Let's get straight into the episode. Well, thanks very much, Marion, for taking the time out of your day uh, to come on the podcast. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your business? Great, thanks. Thanks for having me on the, the show, Curtis. Delighted to be here. So my name is Maureen McCann. My business is Soft Skills Success, and I use the tagline Unlock Speaking Confidence. And I deliver communication and presentation skills training. And for a lot of people, they think, you know, presentation skills, they're thinking of standing on a stage, delivering to a big audience. But in actual fact, an awful lot of people, it is the simple everyday interactions with people that they find really, really challenging. So whether that's, you know, speaking to senior management, delivering a presentation to clients, delivering a presentation internally to your own colleagues, all of those interactions can cause a lot of stress for people. So that's where the tagline falls in then for the Unlock Speaking Confidence. And if someone wants to speak on a big stage, I can help them with that too. That's where- That's brilliant. So, so you, you cover the whole, the whole spectrum there. So mm-hmm. you, you work with corporates, you work with maybe startups and business owners who maybe need to perfect yeah. their pitch and you give them a dig out. Absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the pitch is a big one. It's one of the, the workshops that I have. I run four times a year, Master Your Pitch Workshop. That was how I started and for, for the first product, if you like, that I had because uh, I set up my business back in 2019. My background is secondary teaching. So I had been oh, brilliant. Um, teaching languages, Irish and French for all my career and loved it. Always wanted to be a teacher. That was that that's in the blood, you know, that what mm-hmm. I wanted to do. Um, but I decided back at the end of 2018 that I wanted to try something different and decided that I would go down this route. A, a long story short, I was sort of advised that my my skills lay in that whole teaching area and I should work to my strengths. So between that and then experience of Toastmasters for 10 years of communication presentation skills it was like okay this is a natural fit for me so this is the way I'm going to go but um when I first started networking networking was all new to me being a business owner was new to me and pitches were most definitely new to me but I discovered very quickly you know a pitch is essentially a small speech and it's going to have those elements that you need in a speech so whether it's a virtual networking like what we're doing now or in person, you need to get people's attention at the beginning. You need to get that hook so that they're listening to you and find a way to explain what you do quickly and simply. And that simply side of it is what's a big challenge for a lot of people because when they feel that they've got that 60 seconds, because normally the pitch is your 60 seconds, they feel they just have to jam pack absolutely everything in because I have to tell them everything that I do. And if I don't, people won't understand what I do. And the problem is that when they try to do that, they're trying to say too much, none of it sticks and people just end up confused. And if we're confused, we stop listening. So the the pitch is a, a big area that I definitely started off working with people on, on that one. And it's a, still, I just love helping people dig through all of what they do to come up with their sentence, you know, single sentence, 
What is it that you do? How can you describe it? And they can use that then for social media posts. They can use it in their website. When they get that clarity, it spills over into other areas as well. Definitely. And I think with the clarity, just to touch on that, it gives someone um, more confidence, I suppose. Like if, if someone was to ask me what I done, you know, like I'd probably still be a little bit rusty and it's a little bit kind of like, you know, it catches you out of nowhere. But uh, if you get that clarity and you get the, the practice in and you start saying it regularly and all, if you come across more confident and you, you know what you're doing. So um, no, that's very good. I'm very interested in hearing how you started off uh, in public speaking. I know you said you were a teacher, but did you ever have any issues yourself, maybe with like a confidence issue, speaking to people, uh, presenting, or was that kind of something you learned as you were a teacher? It's interesting because a lot of people feel that teachers are automatically going to be good public speakers and that, you know they've got loads of confidence and that they're fine and it's not the case at all because they you know when you're in the classroom that's your own little area and you've got a group of in my case teenagers that are there so you're the expert and you're talking to them but it's a whole different situation if you're speaking in front of your peers or speaking at public events and that that same nervousness can apply to everyone in those situations as well. For myself, my reason for joining Toastmasters almost 11 years ago now at this stage wasn't so much for making speeches and delivering that side of things, but it was that social chit chat. You know, if you, you're you at an event, you meet someone new and I just was not comfortable, I, I hate it. So I wasn't good with those interpersonal, that interpersonal communication. And that was my reason for going. So it could have, it, you know, I suppose if you take a look at it, it could have been any group that you could join, any club or organization where you're putting yourself out to meet people. But Toastmasters, because it has that public speaking element, it that it pushed me out that little mm -hmm. bit more. So that was my reason for for joining it. And the skills that, that are there, you know, they're, they're life skills. I mean, it's like any of the soft skills that are that are called soft skills and people maybe think they're not as important but they're the ones that are coming up again and again whether it's communication skills or collaboration skills and all of these skills that are there they are skills for life all the way yeah definitely yeah I am um, I don't know if I'm lucky or if I, I don't know what the crack is but I feel like my soft skills have helped me be in business you know that way it's a uh, way I chit chat with people with my clients and I speak to them I don't know I, I, they must have I must give off like a sense of trust or something you know it's it's really helped where other people that I know uh, that like have an agency or another business if they're a bit more kind of uh, analytical they might struggle with those things you know and they might not get yeah. uh, as much clients on board so really it's good for both sets of people if they have good soft skills or if they're more analytical uh, to get some training like yourself like what you do and um, it's it's super important it's the same with like networking and all these soft skills are, are really important in developing your business 100 percent. absolutely yeah yeah very much so and you know you had mentioned there earlier about when, when you're clear on what you want to say and how it brings about confidence and that's a hundred percent for it that people feel you know if you're standing up and you're not sure of what you're saying you can ramble and you can go off track and you can go off the message of what it is whether that's at a pitch or whether it's delivering a longer talk whereas when you've got that structure and that clarity on it keeps you on track keeps you you know focused on what it is that you're saying and that gives you confidence but it also helps the person who's listening because they know where you're going as well and they can follow the path of it and they're not wondering 
what's that about and where did that point come from and I don't know what they're talking about and they just stop listening <laughs> so you know that's that's what can can happen so we need to keep it simple for people all the way through very good points very good yeah. tip there as well keep it simple so yeah. um when you were starting your business in 2019 tell us like was there any fear in starting your business was there any stress like how did you manage your emotions I suppose because that's a big thing for business owners you know when they're starting a business it is. And I suppose I was in the fortunate position being teaching that I was able to take a career break. So there was that safety net that was there as opposed to somebody who's going all in and, you know, you have to sort of it's, it's do or die. So mm-hmm. it, it was a luxury being able and I'm very aware of that, being able to have that that, you know, the career break is there. If it doesn't work out, then I can go back to teaching. And that gave that that security blanket that was there, that it meant it took pressure off for starters, that I wasn't feeling I have to make a success of this in six months or 12 months or whatever. So it took that pressure off, but it also allowed for things to experiment a little bit. So we'll say for last year, you know, when COVID hit and everyone is suddenly thinking, oh my goodness, what do I do now? And how do I change and how do I adapt? Whereas it was again, easier to sort of say, well, look, I can try this. And if it works out, it's great. And if it doesn't work out, that's fine too. And keep moving on. So it would, you know, it is, it, it was a, a privileged position to be in, you know, that's that's for sure and certain. Having said that, in my mind and the level of work that I put in and the level of effort that I put in, it has never been anything less than hundred percent all of the time, because otherwise you're wasting your time. If you're not giving it your all and trying your best at it, then you know, you, you are wasting your time. There's, there's no point in, in messing about with this. You know, if you're a business owner, you need to, to get serious about it. So that's it. Yeah, 100%. And how did you find, you know, uh, you're a business owner yourself, you wear many hats, you take one off, you put one on, take one off, put one on. How did you juggle that? You know, the accountant, if there's any HR issues, you know, getting your sales hat on, how did you yeah. manage all that? All of that. Well, I suppose like a lot of people, you know, you start off with the, the, the romantic notion that you're setting up a business and I was going to be doing communication presentation skills training. And it was only when you start into it that you realize it's actually only a portion of what you do because there are all of those other hats and all of the other bits. And I've just learned so much. It has been absolutely phenomenal. The learning curve that I've been on the first the first six months, I think, were huge and i started very early on i did the start your own business course with the local enterprise office which was great because at least it gave me that bit of foundation for what i needed to do and you know i've been learning and doing courses and doing different training all the way since and upskilling myself as much as i can and then again last year was a big learning curve for for me and for the rest of the world you know when COVID hit and you're seeing what can be done differently and how can you change things and how can how can you make a go of it now in these new circumstances so it's just been really strong learning personal development business development and yeah it is that juggle side of things and I'm still at the stage where I'm doing it all myself starting to outsource small little bit but most of it is myself. So as things grow, then it's, you know, it'll be the, the time to sort of say, okay, bye to these bits that I no longer need to be doing myself, you know. So yeah. looking forward to that as well. <laughs> oh yeah, take a bit of stress off yourself. Um, I know if, I know you're uh, an educator, I know that, but how important, I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating your answer, but how important do you feel that uh, 
self-development or constantly learning is crucial to entrepreneurs how crucial is it it, it is to, to keep your mind open all of the time and it was interesting because i have having this conversation over the weekend that for the whole personal development side of things and the amount of reading and podcasts and all of that i have done so much of that that would benefit me no matter what i'm doing in life that i didn't do in my teaching career so a lot of my personal my, my development when i was teaching was from you know how to become better in the classroom how to teach my subjects better but it wasn't developing of me and that's one of the things that i'm doing now as well you know whether it's books or podcasts or courses that you do that there's, there's that bit more balance going on. So I'm a very different person to who left the classroom three years ago. Um, very different in what I've done, what I've learned from that. But back to your question about being an entrepreneur, you have to because it can. You, it's very easy to get stuck in the treadmill of going around to doing things the way you've always done them. But if you don't open your mind up to other ways of doing things, whether that's through meeting people or reading or podcasts or whatever it's going to be, to find other ways that you can do things and other possibilities. Because when you learn something new, it might be in a whole different field, might have nothing to do with you or your business, but there could be an aspect of it that you can take and apply. And that learning yeah. then is beneficial to you in ways that you might not have expected. Hmm. And what do you think about an entrepreneurial mindset? Do you, do you think uh, a business person has to kind of focus uh, a certain way? Like, do they have to have like a positive mental attitude or, you know, like how do they take on uh, failure or how do, how do they manage uh, self-sabotage? Do, do you think business owners need to have some experience or they need to have like the necessary tools to kind of manage those things? Yeah, that's it's an interesting question. I suppose everybody deals with things differently. But I think when you're going into being a business owner, you really need to be able to um, not get too excited about the highs and not get too down about the lows yeah. where possible. Because, you know, if you were to go jumping around every time that good news came in and then went to the depths of despair when, when <laughs> things get pulled, um, you just it would just be too difficult to cope with so you have to try and keep that even mind about everything and the whole you know nothing lasts forever and that's the good times as well as the bad times and you know th there are days that are there where you know you might go a number of days or a number of weeks and there's no new clients coming in or no phone calls no inquiries and you're thinking what's going on what am I doing and then suddenly you know you get a call you get an email and everything has changed and but that can be very draining emotionally. So you do need to be able to have that balance to be able to deal with all of that. And I'm sure certain sectors are worse than others. But, you know, that's what my experience of it has been to date. You know, you get a, a, this is a big disappointment because some client has pulled a full day's training on you and you're, you are banking on that for that particular month, then you know, you have to sort of say, okay, well, look, maybe something better will come along tomorrow. But that's not always easy to do. It's not easy to do at all. And that's uh, some great insight. But I also feel like some of those things that I said, like self-sabotage and everything, I think the services that you provide could actually help people in an indirect way by improving their soft skills and, you know, perfecting their pitch and really understanding, getting that clarity about the, the offer that they're giving people would help them in those, in those areas too. Um, it would yeah. because sorry if it, again for just back 
to the whole time that you're delivering that message, whether it's on a podcast or your social media, that you're clear on what the message is and that you're you're working through that. And it's one of the things when when, when things are quiet um, that you sort of say, right, OK, well, what can I do to work on the business this week? It's given me an opportunity to update my LinkedIn profile or to check my website, see if it's up to date, or maybe I can attend a new networking event. Or There's, there's always something that you can be doing in the background. That's one of the things that I keep myself busy all the time. Might not always be working with clients, but there's always something going on from the business point of view. I think that's important as well. Brilliant. And just in relation to your business now, um, how many services do you actually offer or do you offer certain packages to different types of clients? Yeah, there are, there are a range of ones. So I've mentioned there about the pitch. So Master Your Pitch is a three-hour masterclass that I hold four times a year. So that's a once-off type of thing. Now, I can work with clients one-to-one on that as well, but the masterclass in a small group with six people, it, the bouncing ideas off each other, you know, it can be really, really valuable, the content that comes out from that. So that's one. Um, in February of this year, I started a six-week program, which is Communicate with Confidence. Again, it's with a small group, and that's building up skills where people get the opportunity to develop communication skills, but also presentation skills. They present three times over the six weeks. So that's been very popular. I had expected to run one session of that in February, but I'm actually on my third session of that at the moment, yes. and a waiting list for September for the next one coming out. So it gives people the, that opportunity to speak in front of a small group because a lot of clients were contacting me saying, yeah, they'd like to work with me one-to-one. And then when you get talking to them and say, well, I'm fine speaking with one person, but it's when there's a group that there's a problem. And it's like, okay, we need to do something about this and create a group situation. So that's how that came about. Um, Then I would have for a number of professionals who are quite often newly promoted that they're in a more senior role and suddenly they're thrown into this where they are presenting to the board or presenting, you know, leading meetings and doing, they're totally out of their comfort zone and that whole imposter syndrome is kicking in. So there's a a six week on the room program that I would work one-to-one with people on that. And then all of those can be brought into the corporate setting as well, delivered as workshops, training, individual training, team training that I've done. A bit of training recently with sales teams for their presentation skills, because a lot of them are challenged selling on Zoom now and having these Zoom and Teams meetings rather than face-to-face. If, you're, if you have built up that those in-person skills of being able to go in, chat, build that rapport, and now suddenly that's taken away from you, then it puts an awful lot more emphasis on the actual presentation. So it's nailing that and getting that right. Mm. Very, very good. That's very interesting. And so hopefully now, fingers crossed, we're, we're seeing the other end of COVID. Um, I'm sure that you've done a lot of um, online uh, workshops and stuff. That's part of it. Do you plan on doing any uh, in-person, like person-to-person meetings or anything? Yeah, nothing nothing is booked nothing is booked in at the moment but that would be i would see that a lot of people would be wanting to get back to that but there's still going to be the room for the virtual the virtual is definitely going to con- continue because even from we said the, the workshops that i deliver myself you know i've got people from all over the country attending that i've had two people from the states attending so Brilliant. it's opening up 
possibilities. And similarly, then for the in-house training, I've been delivering training in Mexico and Argentina to a, a company there recently for their Latin American teams. So lots of opportunities have opened up. So they're they're still going to be there, but there will all, always be people who will need that practice. If you're going to be speaking a lot in person and you're delivering it in person, then you need that practice in person as well. So, you know, you've got both sides of it there, but there's definitely room for the, the virtual side of things will continue. And with hybrid meetings as well, and, you know, where some of the team will be dialing in and some of them will be there in person, that's creating a whole new set of challenges for businesses as well. So going forward, so, you know, it'll be interesting. Lots of work. Lots of work to be done. That's <laughs> so for sure. You said That's there, like uh, in Argentina and Mexico, you're working with teams there. That sounds brilliant. So, what way would you see your next six, 12 months uh, in your business? Do you have any goals or do you have any milestones that you'd like to reach? I would like to definitely get back into the classroom face to face with, with clients because that's a, a great way, whether it's delivering teams or delivering my own workshops, because you can't beat that that personal energy that's there. So that's one thing for sure and certain. Um, the Communicate with Confidence, that six week program coming up in September. So I'm going to be running three of those in the autumn. So the previous three were sold out. So it'd be a great goal to get the, the next three sold out as well before Christmas. That would be a, a great milestone to hit on that one. And it's just continuing doing, doing what I'm doing. And a lot of, and I suppose this is the same for every business owner, you're listening to what clients want. You're taking on board what they say. So ago, that Communicate with Confidence program didn't exist. It came about because of client requirements. So it's always listening to what clients are going to need and see what's going to be coming up next. You know, there are different, there's a whole range of things that can be, can be brought in. But a lot of it is listening to people, finding out if there's a market for it and then, and then trying it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. That's that's it. So if, if anyone was listening to the podcast and they wanted to uh, find out more about your six week course, where is the best place to find you online? So my website is softskillsuccess.ie and then I'm on the usual social media, but most active on LinkedIn and Instagram. So that's Maureen McCown on LinkedIn and um, at Maureen McCown on, on Instagram. Brilliant stuff, Maureen. I uh, just want to say thanks very much again for coming on to the uh, podcast. I really appreciate it and I wish you all the best. Thanks a million, Curtis. Enjoyed the chat.